If you want to increase the conversion rate on your website and specifically increase the high intent conversions where buyers express their interest and go into your pipeline, then there's a whole range of things that you can do. But it probably makes sense to think about them starting from the things that are closest to the pipeline and pulling those levers first and then moving your way up the sort of customer journey, the buyer journey. Um, and for most businesses, you know, the first thing that they can do and one of the biggest impact things they can do is look at the commercial offer that they present at the bottom of the funnel on their website. You know, most websites, B2B websites, will have a key call to action in the navigation and it's not unusual to see contact us. But if you increase the specificity and the sort of mutual benefit that's implied by the language of that call to action, you can dramatically increase the quantity of quality conversions. You might not see a huge increase in quantity, but quantity on its own isn't worth anything. You want quality conversions that come from real buyers with real intent. So contact us is, in my opinion, one of the least compelling commercial calls to offer that you can put on a website. And general consensus or general understanding is that, you know, book a demo is more attractive to a buyer than talk to sales or have a consultation, book a discovery, you know, because they get more in return for less in their mind. But they're still going to give up their time. They've still got to open themselves up to the conversation with the sales rep that's giving them that demo if they truly get a demo. Um, you know, so so it's widely believed and understood that take a trial where you're in control, you do it on your own without being, you know, opened up to uh, the sales rep um, line of questioning is more attractive to your buyer than book a demo. So you've got this hierarchy of appeal. The one that gets missed out, I think, a lot is the simple talk to sales, you know, type CTA which for a buyer who's got a serious you know, intent to purchase something in this category is more attractive, I think, than contact us or book a consultation. It cuts to the chase, it's honest and it's specific about what's gonna happen. And it's aligned to what they want to achieve, which is probably you know, establish pricing and suitability and get to, that, get to that quote. It might, in certain circumstances, be more attractive to buyers than demos or trials. Um, so it's a good idea to have both of them available on your website, I think, or to test the efficacy of those. And then crucially, when it comes to those CTAs, you've got to give what you say you will give. So when someone clicks book a demo, you enable them to book a demo. You don't take them to a page which is about booking a discovery or a consultation. And when you offer someone a trial, you don't take them through a, a funnel that is actually about getting on a call <laughs> to have a demo with a sales rep. So make those CTAs honest and specific and, and elevate how attractive they are to the buyer. Next, you can start thinking about, well, how do I get more of my buyers to that part of my website? And there's a range of things that you can do there. You know, Pricing pages are considered to be very, very attractive to B2B buyers. And so a website with pricing where, pricing, where pricing is disclosed and it's easy to understand what a purchase will cost, will very likely convert higher than a website without pricing. Now, I know how challenging it can be for businesses to uh, either be able to disclose their pricing or if they are able to be comfortable with it. And I'm not I'm not the person that says it simply must be done in all cases. I realize there are situations where it where it won't happen. But 
you know, in a lot of situations, pricing pages on your website is going to be helpful for the buyer. It's going to increase the trust. It's going to reduce the friction and it's going to increase the number of people that, you know, once comfortable with your price, go on and inquire. And of course, that they come with that level of qualification and quality, which is they've seen your pricing and, th and therefore they're not going to be surprised when you tell them what it costs to do business with you. Elsewhere on your site, I think it's really important to think about proof, um, social proof. Maybe the phrase social proof is misleading. It doesn't have to be proof from social media. It's proof that customers are happy and successful using your product, service or solution. So that can be applied in a range of ways. You know, we all like to see logos of believable brands, um, you know, on key pages, home pages, potentially product pages. Also a really good idea to include some of those on your conversion pages as well to, you know, back up the fact that this is a, a good move and a safe choice. Um, you know, customer logos, testimonials from those customers, really powerful. Case studies, which you can potentially sort of abstract out onto the key pages, but then have the full blown copy available to read. No download required, please. Um, you know, very powerful form of proof. Let's face it, we all want to read about how other businesses have applied solutions that we're considering. Um, and then you can also use ratings, reviews from places that confer trust on you. You know, so, I, you know, I, I like seeing G2 reviews on sites, Trust Radius, you know, there are some, you know, there is some negativity around some of those mechanisms of getting those reviews about how those businesses have built their, uh, you know, popularity and success. But nevertheless, if you've got lots of people who are credible reviewing your offering, then it's a good social proof point to have on your site. So if you've got, you know, proof on your pages and you've written good, concise, convincing copy, you know, you've got a site, but visitors need to be able to navigate that site with ease and in an intuitive, friendly ways. And so a key element of conversion optimization in B2B sites is navigation. It's structuring the site and the content in a way that's logical. It's, uh, it, it's structuring it in a way that lends itself to simple, easy to use navigation that doesn't force you or the user to, to look at enormous mega menus with hundreds of options. You've got to make choices on behalf of visitors about what's key to them, at which part of the journey and present those options to them so that a visitor who's arrived on your site can you know, find what they're looking for, discover the content that's critical to the purchase without you know, additional unnecessary clicks. So hidden menus, burger menus on desktop, for example, big no-no, um, and you know, overly in large inflated mega menus are counterproductive you know, to the user's visit. So making the structure and choices about how they navigate is key. You need internal links and signposts, of course, and it's a good idea to put key links in the footer, both for SEO and for the users when they get to the bottom of the page. Um, but do think about their experience when they're traveling through and across your site. And before that even, of course, we've got to get people to the site in the first place and make them want to stay. And, and that's a critical moment. The, the first visit, the first few seconds, the blink test is a make or break moment in every visit, ultimately. And so, you know, you've got to 
build your landing page, probably your homepage in most cases, or your you know your pages with with a view to getting a first time visitor to want to stay and not to want to leave. <laughs> and that is done with clear copywriting that conveys true meaning and value, not just fluffy buzzwords and you know empty statements good image choice that supports the value proposition you're trying to communicate. And in most cases, limited movement, you know, avoiding things like sliders and really fast moving animation or background video that ultimately just, you know, it harms the contrast so that people can't really read what's being seen. You know, making that first section that they see really easy on the eye and really valuable to them so that they stay engage with the navigation and go on a journey all the way through to that improved bottom of the funnel commercial call to action that we talked about. There's more to conversion optimization than the on-page content things that we've discussed, although they play a really big role. You know, you do also need to think about the conversion impact of things like website speed and performance, core web vitals, you know, scores, in terms of how they're perceived by the user and how well the platform beneath your website supports you in delivering the necessary kind of experience. So, you know, we know that uh, websites that load quickly convert better, predominantly because they retain visitors better. Um, whereas, you know, every second that you add to the page load beyond the first couple decreases the or increases the bounce rate that you experience decreases the engagement that people see and then as those pages are loading we know that you know, shift layout shift and and the time to interactivity which are now central to core web vitals impact the user experience in ways that you know if they're better you get better engagement and you will get better conversion rate ultimately so Yes, you need to look at the broad picture when you're thinking about conversion rate. Um, there's a lot you can do on your site and there's a lot you can do in the, within the technology and development space too. Tackle it all and you can put yourself in a really good position to attract, engage and convert more good fit customers who have true intent uh, and get them into your pipeline.